welcome back to Cinemagan Theatres. We are at week 15. Uh, we just finished watching Napoleon Dynamite, which was directed by Jared Hess and was released in 2004. Um, I've noticed that over the past few weeks, I keep, I'll like add like, oh, some fun facts. So I actually wrote down in my notes, like a separate section <laughs> labeled fun facts about the movie before we get into like, I guess, the points of discussion. Um, yeah, so Napoleon Dynamite I didn't know this beforehand, but is actually based on a 2002 nine-minute short film. Uh, uh, oh, it was also directed by Jared Hess, uh, who produced it while he was in attendance at Brigham Young University. Uh, it's called uh, Pakula, and it does introduce the character of Napoleon Dynamite um, in that movie. Um, it also, <laughs> this movie did inspire the creation of Napoleon Dynamite, the TV show. If you haven't seen it, that's okay. No one did because after six episodes, it was canceled. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say unfortunately, but I, I haven't seen it. And I'm going to guess it wasn't that great of a show if it got canceled only after six episodes. And that was like in 2012. Um, yeah, it was filmed. Uh, it was filmed and it takes place in Preston, Idaho. And actually since the release of this film, uh, Preston, Idaho has held an annual Napoleon Dynamite Festival uh, for a tourist attraction each summer. Um, and they actually do have like contests where um, they have like tater tot eating contests, um, tetherball or te yeah, tetherball um, competitions and also lookalike competitions uh, for Napoleon Dynamite. And then the last fun fact I had written down was as of September 2020, um, there have been rumors of a sequel. I don't know what that entails. It's just, that's a rumor. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those are my fun facts. Um, my little segment there. But yeah, uh, to go on kind of like different points of discussion, uh, as I was doing research for this, I came across this interesting theory about how Napoleon Dynamite is a template for Hollywood's recreation of middle America. Um, yeah, I, ju I just mentioned it, it takes place and it's also filmed on location in uh, Preston, Idaho, um, which up until 2004, like there were films obviously that like took place in like rural communities, but a lot of big blockbusters would always usually like take place in New York City, you know, Paris, LA, etc. Uh, so this definitely differentiated itself amongst the others. Um, Jared has actually grew up the, uh, yeah, grew up in Preston, and so people have said this is kind of like his personal take on growing up in Middle America in rural communities. Um, it was filmed on location. Um, actually, some of yeah, so filmed on location. I also was, as I was doing research, I learned that some of the blocks actually used were like the director's like neighborhood, like he like lived on certain blocks that were in the movie. And he casted actual neighbors of his, <laughs> um, including the guy um, who loads the gun and shoots the cow in front of the a bunch of children in the school bus. Uh, apparently that guy was a old neighbor of Jared Hess. So yeah, it was definitely very, um, yeah. So with this, I guess, template of middle America and the representation of 
a smaller community. Um, it kind of opened the way for Hollywood to realize that small scale and like visually like unique um, settings such as a rural community uh, has potential for a lot of money <laughs> in um, yeah amongst audiences, which we'll also get into. Uh, this movie, it, their budget was $400,000, and at the box office, it made $46.1 million. Um, Damn. Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing that's really interesting, and I tried like, paying attention to this as much as I possibly could while watching it, because not just for the nostalgia of it all, because the last time, I saw this movie for the first time with my younger brother, maybe when I was like in eighth, ninth grade. Um, and so even just watching it right now, I was like, oh, I remember we were so young. Um, <laughs> 2004, like not that I was in eighth grade in 2004, but when I was in eighth grade and I was reflecting on 2004, it was great. Um, but Napoleon Dynamite um, has also been argued that this Napoleon Dynamite is not a movie. Uh, it's a character. Uh, there's very limited story aspects to this movie. Um, especially with the, there's a lack of plot. Um, each scene kind of like leaves us with not many consequence. Like, okay, the character's actions in each scenes, most of the time does not hold any consequences for future scenes. Granted, there are some shots uh, or some scenes uh, like, you know, or storylines, sorry, I'm like thinking of like the right word. There's some storylines obviously that carry through throughout most of the movies, such as uh, Pedro's attempt at winning class president and uh, Napoleon trying to find somebody to go to the dance with. Uh, but most of the time, each scene is independent from one another and leaves us more with like feelings as we view it. Um, yeah. So with this idea that there are no consequences with most of the scenes, uh, we, you know, we're just observing these characters kind of interact with each other, I guess, throughout their day. And it could be argued that these scenes kind of are lined up almost as like a sketch comedy that sometimes overlap, but most of the time they don't. Um, and I, I saw this a lot watching it this time where... Yeah, if someone maybe asks, like, what is this movie about, I think it'd be a little difficult to, like, try to describe, because it's definitely, like, oh, Napoleon Dynamite and his friends, like, trying to get through high school. But even then, I was thinking, like, what's another movie like that? And I brought it up before, but Lady Bird. <laughs> Lady Bird, you know, I was thinking, like, oh, it was kind of, like, the same vibes. But in Lady Bird, big plot point of the whole movie is that she's trying to get into college um and even with this it, like they don't like they there's nothing that's like driving the characters through each scene each scene can kind of just like be its own thing and that's okay because the movie forces us then to just observe the characters and kind of like enjoy the mundane environment um and this mundane environment does build up which is why uh, this movie works because if it was just like a bunch of random scenes like and we didn't care for the characters at the end of the day this movie would not be as such a success as it is um but the build-up of the mundane creates like a great payoff for when jokes finally hit um which I've noticed too while watching this movie that usually after the joke like the scene 
cuts immediately and moves on to the next. Uh, the best example that I could think of right now as I'm just talking is uh, when Napoleon asks Pedro about his bike and he's like, oh, like, have you ever like done any like sick ramps with it? And when Pedro does it, Napoleon's like, oh, you got like three feet of air right there. Like, let me try. And he tries it and the ramp snaps and he like hurts himself pretty badly, it seems. And I mean, you know, that's obviously like setting up the joke. And then after the ramp, I guess, jump fails, the scene immediately ends. So, yeah, uh, this film has since developed a cult following, uh, just to kind of go over what that means. Um, to make it, so for it to be a cult following, it's like, you know, I, I'm assuming it has to be considered a quote unquote cult classic, which basically means a cultural phenomenon that has lasting significance. Um, so the film does have that lasting significance, uh, such as quotable lines, uh, the memorable outfits, and even just like the quirkiness of the characters. Um, it's niche, but as, as Hess has stated, quote, everybody knew a guy like Napoleon growing up, end quote. Um, and then I added here, or you were that kid. Because I was thinking, I was like, did I know a Napoleon growing up? But then there were some aspects in high school where I'm like, I was probably that kid, not going to lie. Um, but yeah, I think that Napoleon Dynamite has developed this kind of following and this connection with a lot of people. Um, it ties back to the lack of plot throughout it all. Um, and how we're just observing and trying to make our own connections to each character. And the only way to do that without like necessarily having a set up, a plot set up is to bring our own life into it and try to like remember those quirky and like awkward days and how we knew people like this or maybe we were like this or what we would have done in that situation, etc. Um, yeah, I know I just like fully... When I talked a lot just there, but I guess I am curious, um, what did you guys think of the movie? I know uh, Vernon's opinion already. Um, I agree with a lot of the things you said. I The whole entire time I was watching the movie, I was trying to figure out what it was about, mm -hmm. but I think that's okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure, because like, like I said too, it's like it makes us try to come up with our own connections and inevitably that's just going to make it more personal because we don't have a plot to go off of. So we're just thinking of like, what else in our life could be a story? And it's like, Oh, our own lives. Like, it's kind of like, I don't, I think I'm going to use this term incorrectly, but like, yeah, definitely. Never mind. I was going to say it's meta, but it's not meta. <laughs> um, that's definitely incorrect. Um, but it's reflective in that way. Um, for sure. Um, I think, like, it, I don't know. When I first watched it, it gave me that type of joy, like, when I watched it back in, like, when this first came out, because my brother and my dad, like, bought this movie on DVD. I think they still have it on DVD, mm -hmm. too. And it was, like, sort of, like, that type of comedy that I was paired with, with, like, I don't know if y'all know the movie Nacho Libre. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, it was like, it was like comedy, like during that time was like very like, it was like, 
it was heavily sarcastic and like very weird situations because mm-hmm. like throughout this movie it was just I I didn't take anything <laughs> there's nothing to take serious in this movie and like no. <laughs> I know yes. some I I know some comedy movies do that and like I think of course a lot of them in modern day but there's literally nothing serious at all in this movie um and yeah it was just. I guess it's just a really fun, very sarcastic, very sarcastic movie that um I enjoyed watching. I'm pretty sure what this was 2005, right? Uh, 2004. 2004, yeah. So, yeah. No, I don't have I don't have anything to say about the movie. I still liked it how me watching it for the first time because it just brings that little child joy. And I think what I, I forgot how old I was at the time. I was two. I was five years old. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm thinking too, like, um, I forgot to mention this too, uh, talking about like, just a template for like, middle America slash rural communities, because I I wouldn't consider Idaho as middle America. Um, But the movie being like, like going back to like, what you were saying, like sarcastic, and like, I would like, I'm gonna add like awkward and quirky. it did influence other small town films of success, such as Little Miss Sunshine and Juno. Uh, Little Miss Sunshine came out, I believe, two years after Napoleon Dynamite. And then Juno came out another year after Little Miss Sunshine. So three years after Napoleon Dynamite. But even like, have you guys seen any of those movies? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen Juno. What was the other one you mentioned? Little Miss Sunshine. No, I haven't seen that one. I only watched Juno. Yeah, like, both of them, like, even, like, the color palette, where it's just, like, a lot of yellows, if that makes sense, like, an orange, just, like, represent, like, the country, um, and, like, the slang that they use, and just, like, even the emphasis on technology, um, like, the technology of the time, like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, it's weird watching a movie now where, like, the character answers a landline phone with a cord. Um, I haven't had a landline in my house for the the past, like, six years. Um, <laughs> like, I always think it's really cool whenever I go over a friend's house. I'm like, you have a house phone still? Like, that's amazing. Um, yeah, and just having, like, that distinct feature where it, like, encapsulate, encapsulates, um, the times of which it was, which also... I'm curious, like, did you guys think it's, while watching Napoleon Dynamite, I feel like I'm all over the place, bear with me, Um, (laughs) as I'm, like, mentioning the technology and just, like, how it's, like, encompasses, like, the early 2000s in that sense, I also think that the film is also very nostalgic on the 80s, even though it takes place in 04. Yeah, Um, 100%. Yeah. Like, the glasses? What? Like, everyone's glasses. Yeah, and, like, um, Deb is wearing a fanny pack. She has a side ponytail. Like, the the dance dresses, like, they're all poofy. Like, again, I, I wasn't going to high school dances in 04. Um, I would have been the coolest third grader ever. But <laughs> um, I, I don't remember what dresses back then, like, what the style was, per se. Um, but, yeah, so I, I'm curious... I want to ask, now I want to, like, go interview somebody who was, like, 25 when watching Napoleon Dynamite for the first time and see if, like, they were feeling nostalgic just from the 80s. 
because when I, I mean, I'm only, I'm speaking for myself right now, but when I watched it right now, I'm feeling very nostalgic for the early 2000s now. Um, yeah, it did, it did give off an 80s vibe. Like, I didn't, like, when I, yeah, when I watched it, like, it wasn't, I know, I know people that, like, been in high school, like, literally my older brother was in high school in 2005. Mm-hmm. I mean, 2004. But, like, I guess it depends on the location. Like, where does the, I guess, where does the movie take place? I guess if it's, like, different, like, country-type vibes or whatever, stuff like that. But especially, yeah, it didn't, yeah, it didn't feel like no 2004-style um, high school. Yeah, because, like, Idaho, yeah. I know, is, like, very different from, like, you know, the New York City metropolitan area that we're all in right now um i feel like trends would probably hit a metropolitan area faster than idaho um i don't think like as slow as like a 20 year gap you know i think it i don't know now i think it's probably instantaneously but like maybe back in like 04 it would like it would take two weeks you know what i mean (laughs) like it wouldn't take 20 years to be like oh this is the style now (laughs) like um now it's probably yeah like i said instantaneous because like there's instagram and like i'm just thinking like fashion um you know fashion posts or whatever are so instant um things change so drastically so soon um but yeah i'm curious did you like just like out of curiosity have you guys like experienced anything like i guess I want to say, like, out of the ordinary with, like, the whole cult following. Like, other than, like, quoting Napoleon Dynamite, have you guys ever done, like, a Halloween costume or, like, been to a themed party or even, like, I don't know, maybe you guys went to Preston, Idaho, and I don't know yet. (laughs) I mean, Um, no, you go ahead, Sarah. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I was just going to say, I've seen people, um, like, dress up for Halloween. Mm -hmm. I've also been, like, yelled at about the references like not remembering (laughs) so i'm glad that i had this refresher Mm -hmm. now i can recognize all the references (laughs) daddy were you gonna say something oh um damn what was i about to say well i think wait what was the question again like uh going back on like how this is like this film is like a cult classic and thus has a cult following. Um, have you like experience, like I'm curious what your experience is, what your experience is with like, have you dealt with like any of the cult like following things of like Halloween costumes or like quoting it or like, I don't know, going to a themed party or something? Um, I have been to like parties that have like that, like, literally how they're dressing in this movie is like literally how people dress in like 80s and 90s like 80s and 90s um what is it like theme type parties like i haven't been was it napoleon Napoleon dynamite oh it wasn't napoleon dynamite themed yeah and i mean i feel like me i know me and my brothers have like we definitely do mention like a lot of the um like a lot of the quotes and stuff like Mm -hmm. that that come from like cult classic movies like this like, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh Fantastic Mr. Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, like cult classics like that. Like we always it's like we're it's it's weird because like even though we we're not sitting here quoting things from like 
Inception or like Interstellar. I'm naming Chris yeah. Nolan movies, but like <laughs> these huge blockbuster movies. Like, what do you I'm, have against I'm, Chris? <laughs> nah, not not not. It's you know, but like we don't we don't sit there and like quote things from movies like that. Like, we're, I'm sitting here quoting things from like cult like movies that like movies that are fun. Like that's yeah. that's for the most part. I I, I agree. I've noticed that it's a lot of comedies that people quote from. Like, I mean, you have the like the really old, old Hollywood movies where it's like, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Honestly, I don't even know what that's from. I want to say Casablanca, that movie that quotes from. Um, But even that, like, you know, I just said it and everyone knows that's a movie quote, but people might not, including myself, people might not know like what specific movie that's from. But like, if someone's like, God, Tina, like, you immediately oh. are like, that's Napoleon Dynamite. He's yelling at the alpaca. <laughs> and it's going with the Mid Megan, not Casablanca. See, like, it, yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know when I'm ever going to see those movies. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love the first line of the movie. Like, what are you going to do today, Napoleon? Whatever I want to do. God. <laughs> like, or gosh. Um. Yeah, the, the like, outrage at any question Napoleon's asked, I really appreciated that. Yeah, and that, like, it, it throws it back to where it's, like, it's it's relatable in that sense, where it's, like, we've all been there at some point. Like, maybe, like, not specifically, like, in high school in Idaho, but just like at the different levels he's been at and just because like we're watching him act this way it's like yeah i remember when i did that and like blah 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 blah, blah. like and that's what's that's what makes this movie stick um but yeah and i think it's it's good that yeah this movie's very clear i, I keep thinking about like this uh the idea that these scenes could just be like sketches. I think that's really clever of the director. Uh, the director, yeah, the director also wrote this movie, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he did. Because it's based off of... Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess any other questions, comments, thoughts? Um, from a cinematography standpoint, I just really appreciated how you kind of said this in the beginning, but it was very like nostalgic towards, I guess, middle America or just like small town suburbs. Um, yeah. The locations were presented very like fully <clears throat> and it, they weren't trying to like glamorize anything. They were like, yeah, this is like where we live. Yeah, I that's what thank you for bringing that up because I I actually was thinking while watching the movie, I was like, I can't believe that these like the residents of this town like live in this town and like they can just see the mountains like the rocky mountains right there and i thought that was beautiful because like there were a lot of wide shots with that yeah 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 i yeah they definitely use that to their advantage but you can't do that in a new york city movie (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, so that's all I had um, written down for tonight. Again, any last things? It's okay if not. Word. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you guys for joining me this evening. I hope you had fun and 
enjoyed yourself even if you haven't if you didn't enjoy the movie so sorry Vernon <laughs> not to call you out here but um yeah <laughs> I am excited for next week and I hope you guys have a splendid evening and a phenomenal week I'll see you next Sunday bye bye